Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author. I love to help with everyday gardening questions, your gardening dilemmas. You're not out there alone. We can help you. Give us a call at one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. Good morning, Lizzie's our wonderful producer. She is taking care of everything. Got a little text. Trying to. Yeah. <laughs> text issues going here. Whoops. There you go. We have gremlins in our system. I'm we telling do. you. We do. And with us right now is our my friend and special guest, Dr. Gary Bachman. He is the Extension Research Professor of Horticulture at the Coastal Research and Extension Center, Mississippi State University. Gary is host of the award-winning Mississippi State University Extension Services Southern Gardening TV. If you missed the first hour of Better Lawns and Gardens, you can go back to the podcast's first hour on iHeartRadio, Audioboom, and on our Facebook page to hear all about Gary and Katie's Heritage Cottage Urban Nano Farm in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And you can hear his favorite tomato story. But good morning, Gary. Good morning, Teresa. That was, that first hour was fun. It was. It and was it went fun. by so quickly, too. And so we, are, we got more coming up from you. And we're going to be taking your phone calls, your gardening questions. And my text messages have come back to normal again. Yay. Thank you, Lizzie. And let's hear from John Denver. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling Thank you so much. I love that John Denver song. And uh, Gary, it epitomizes your urban uh, nano farm. And uh, what kind of tools? You don't use a rake and a hoe, do you? No, not not really. But some of the tools that, that I use, and, and you're, you're going to love this, I, I use a drill. <laughs> I, I, I use a blowtorch. What, what do you use a blowtorch for? With the earth boxes, there's a plastic cover that controls the evaporation from the system. Yes. But you have to have a hole through it to plant a transplant. You can cut an X with, with a knife, but I think that looks kind of sloppy. So I have copper plumbing fittings at various sizes that I heat up, and I burn holes so the holes are all uniform. Wow. And the drill I use, uh, I use a tool called a max bit. It's a, it's a digging tool right. that, that drills a perfect hole for my transplants. The, the pots I, tr- I grow my transplants in, so they just drop in through the plastic into the hole in the potting mix that I've already drilled. Um, I, I use a battery-operated Black & Decker rototiller that, that, I, that I, I till my, my, my earth boxes. Yes. R- rough, rough up the mix a little bit. Sure. So, I, yeah, I, I use... I use Kind of non-traditional, not non-traditional tools. You certainly do, yeah. and uh, not not rakes and hoes, and so no. that's good. So we have a, a a wonderful strawberry question, and I was just talking yesterday about strawberry plants. And so, when do you start to grow strawberries in Louisiana, uh, Mississippi? Um, that that's generally going to be a, a really early spring. For if, you? if if you're going to do um, transplants, and mm-hmm. and then 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 it's a spring crop, right? Um, if you get down into Louisiana, they're, you know, they're transplanting in the fall because they're 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 a little warmer, and they're getting you know ready for um, really early crops. Right, and so and here in Florida, we have really early crops because we have the strawberry festival in uh, January and, right. and early February, and so uh, strawberry plants transplants, which is the way we do it. We, we don't necessarily want to grow strawberries by seed. Now, growing from seed and look. Have you seen how big a strawberry seed is? Yeah, it's not. Very First of all, my fingers aren't made for little seeds <laughs> that that small. But it, but it takes a while to get that seed germinated and get that 
seedling to a stage where you can transplant it. Mm-hmm. And most homeowners aren't aren't equipped to do that. Right. And it's way, way easier to go the transplant. So transplants are the best way to do it. You're going to start seeing them pop up in the Florida garden centers and nurseries, mom and pop nurseries, the independent garden mm-hmm. centers. You're going to see them starting to pop up in November. And that's a great time to be planting them. They will, they handle freezes. Absolutely. You they know, do. Yeah. They, they love the cooler temperatures. And so uh, you're going to see them uh, in the next couple of weeks and grab them when you see them because they go fast. They go fast. That's they right. They do. And so uh, do you, you would plant them in your um, earth boxes though. Oh yeah. I, I, I would do it. Um, I, I look, I look at my, my earth boxes as valuable um, real estate <laughs> and, and I, and for me, strawberries are, are easier to buy from somebody else who's growing them. Right. Rather than rather than me growing. Right. Yeah. Too much uh, your valuable uh, space. That 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 that's right. Yeah. And you know, I just appreciate, you know, working with other people that actually can grow better than I can. With you know, it's we were just talking about that and saying that, you know, master gardeners and um, versus, you know, somebody who's just learning how to garden is that all the same things that happen to the homeowners and our listeners happen to us too. Yes. You know, we, we, we get the same weeds, we get the dove weed, we get the, you know, sedge in our gardens and we get the, uh, the insect issues. We get the aphids on our milkweed and we just know what to do to, to, to resolve this, the problem. Right. You know, and our our plants die too. We just know why they die. Favorite saying of mine, if you're not killing plants, you're not gardening. So... (laughs) We're going to be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Why do we have to be told not to repay evil for evil? Because revenge is our gut instinct. You wrong me? I wrong you. You hurt me, I hurt you. You cause me pain, I'm done with you. But God says wait. You can't fight sin with sin. Even when it feels justified or fair to respond to evil with evil, the only winner is evil. A suggestion. Choose a different way, an honorable way. Make the choice not to retaliate or hold a grudge, but to forgive. Now sometimes people will not want to reconcile or acknowledge the pain they have caused. If you wait for them to make amends, you might be waiting for your entire life. Yet we're called to forgive regardless of how they respond to the wrong they've done to us. This is what we see in Jesus on the cross. He teaches us to forgive others as he has forgiven us when we don't deserve it. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and click television to watch our TV spots. That's rightfromtheheart.org. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Hello, friend. Al Purnell here, the sausage man. For Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage. People ask me how Old Folks Sausage got its name. Well, Old Folks was my daddy's nickname. He got it when he was a little boy, being around the old folks and listening to their stories and learning things. That's how he learned to make great tasting sausage the old time way. And that's still how we make it today. Try Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage, cause it's good. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. 
If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624. That's 800-382-7624. Good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I am here with Dr. Gary Bachman. He is down for a special keynote address for the University of Florida Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, Florida Master Gardeners. And you're here to speak at the conference. You're the keynote speaker. Good for you. Yeah, it's well, I'm one of four keynote speakers. So it's but but I, I get to kick off the whole shebang, which is a fun way that I can get everybody kick started. And, and, and off to a roaring yep, start. Yep, that, that, that's my goal. That is wonderful. Well, I can't wait to. I will be there, and I'm interested. I am going to be uh, attending a workshop on growing mushrooms on a log. I, I'm looking I forward saw that. that that was one of the breakout sessions, yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, growing my own mushrooms and doing some mushroom foresting. And so if you have a question, one 455 2967 we would love to hear from you and your gardening question. Tell us to what's growing in your garden and, you know, maybe what the temperatures are there. Uh, you know, we're going to get some cooler temperatures uh, next week. We're going to be highs in the 70s, lows in the 50s. We Floridians love this. We <laughs> look forward to it, don't yes, we, Lizzie? 100%. And also, if you are new to Florida and this was your first hurricane, this is not how the weather is. After a hurricane, it's usually 106. We're all melting and there's no <laughs> wind. So don't get used to it. <laughs> that is that the is, truth. That's so, we, were, we were so appreciative because our electricity was out for about 36, 40 hours. Yeah. And, you know, having no electricity, but those cooler temperatures where we could open the windows, it was so appreciated, God, so appreciated. Absolutely. And so yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were looking forward to that uh, fall temperatures. So we have a text message from Brenda in Ocoee, and perfect text message, Brenda, we have to say, proud of you. We're so, name and city. What are your thoughts on using recycled water, Gary, to water the garden? It's much more accessible to our garden than our house water. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have a, a big a big problem with using recycled or reclaimed water. I, I would be hesitant for the vegetable garden per, just personally. Right. But but for, for keeping all your ornamentals going, I, I think that's a great way to go. Right. It's important to use, you know, really good water on your vegetables. And that that's important. And with reclaimed and recycled, you're going to get some not necessarily contaminants. We don't think of it in it's not unhealthy, right. but it's not the best. Absolutely, yeah. And it's going to have a little bit more fertilizer in it, really, right. really, you right. know, and the nitrogen. Like, and like we were talking, maybe that means you don't have to fertilize as much. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But it's in your landscape, it's good. Uh, in vegetable gardens, you want to use the, the cleanest water you can mm -hmm. use. All right. one 455 2967 or you can text us at 23680. So, Gary, in your southern gardening yes. all year round, you had a great article on Laura Petalums. And I love Laura Petalums only because of that burgundy color yeah, that yep. you can get very easy. They take the heat. They take Florida weather, yep. uh, the southeast. 
and they have beautiful pink flowers on them. In the springtime, isn't, aren't they just wonderful? But I don't usually see them in landscapes because people are trimming them all the time. What do you say to somebody who wants to trim Laura Petalums like every month? <laughs> yeah, every month. And I know that I know people like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that that's fine. I, I think that's one of the, the beauties of gardening that, that we can pick plants and we can, as horticulturists, we can make plants do what we want them to do when we want them to do that. Right. And so the people that are, that are pruning every, one, or, you know, every month, they want that beautiful burgundy foliage. And, the, and unfortunately, a lot of them look like little purple meatballs sometimes. Yes. But if, if that's what the home gardener wants, that's fantastic. But I like to tell folks, put the pruners down for a little bit. Right. Wait, wait till spring and see what Laura Petalums do when, when they come out with those strap-like uh, you know, flowers. Right. And then you might not want to prune every month. Well, and, and it goes the same with ligustrums and viburnums. Both of them, the ligustrum trees, have beautiful white fragrant flowers on uh-huh. them. And I talk to people and they go, I didn't know it flowered. And that's because you cut it You're every cut, month. Cut it. <laughs> You're cutting the blooms off. And I have to tell you, you brought up the Laura Petalum. My column this week was on Jazz Hands Laura Petalum, the variegated Laura Petal, and they're small, and they're gorgeous. They're, you never have to prune them, but yep. the, but that variegation of pink and kind of like purple and, and, and white is incredible. And it's almost like they're in flower 12 months out of the year. It is. Yep. It's a great plant. I yep. use them in my landscape designs, yep. and, you know, sometimes they're hard to find. And so, you know, there are a lot of great companies that are selling plants online yep. now that if you can't find them in the nursery, and I by all means— you need to go into your nursery and say, I want to buy this. Right. Because if they don't know you want to buy it, they're going to keep bringing in the old stuff. That's right. And it's important to, 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 to visit your independent garden centers, not, not the box stores. Nothing wrong with the box stores. No, no. What I usually say is the plants that are really inexpensive that you can go in and buy for less than $10, those, you, yep. you, those, those are box store plants. Yep. Okay. But if you want something magnificent, if you want something that not everybody has, if yep. you want something that's unusual, yep. mom and pop stores are the where to get them. Absolutely, yeah. I, I I promote the independence as much as I can. Oh, that's yeah. I do too, and I just love you know here locally we have Appenberry's Nursery and they're wonderful. It's I I love going there and buying my plants there. Um, then we also have Palmer's and and Lucas Nursery. And you can find what you want there, and they will order them for you, too, as yep, well. Yep. That's the beauty of the independence. Independence. Yep. They can do what you yep. want them to do. And so let's go to Rachel in, uh, let's see, Auburn or Ashburn? Auburndale. Okay. Good morning, Rachel. How can Gary and I help you? Good morning, Rachel. Nope. Okay, we're going to call back. Call, call us back, Rachel. Yeah. Try it again. And so we do have um, Jacob uh, or Jack. I'm sorry, Jack. And he wants the advantages of soil boxes over pots. Good question. I, I'm assuming that you're, you're um, referring to the earth boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, they're both considered containers. The earth box is a, as, is self, is a self, self-watering, Water self-irrigating. System. It keeps the root zone more consistently moist than if you're growing just in a straight container. You're using the same potting mix. It's just that that consistency of the root zone moisture, I think, trumps growing in an earth box over growing in a a pot. Either way, though, are are fantastic because I grow both ways, too. Right. But the earth boxes are really good, especially if you travel a lot or you're not home a lot. They're going to have that watering system there for you, and whereas pots might you know, um, dry out a little bit if you don't get irrigation on them. They, they could, but the the reservoir that are in the in the earth boxes, Teresa, are are kind of misleading mm-hmm. because you still have to water as much as you normally would in a pot. Right. Just be, it just holds on to it. Just holds on to it better. Right. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. Um, we have um, my red bell peppers keep rotting, but my jalapenos flourish. They're in the same pot, getting full sun. What do you suggest? Oh boy, that that's a that's a tough one. But I would be willing to bet that your red bell peppers are sun scalding. Yeah. If they, they the 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 bell peppers have a thinner skin, 
than the um, jalapenos. Jalapenos can take more direct sunlight on the fruit than that that sweet bell pepper. And mm-hmm. I, that that's my guess without seeing mm-hmm. the, seeing. Would the you check the soil? No, not necessarily because I I, I think I, I seriously I think that this is sun scalding. They're just exposed to the sunlight. There isn't enough of a canopy mm-hmm. to protect those fruit mm-hmm. init- initially. Okay. And so that the so that she's saying her red bell peppers, is she maybe not harvesting them soon enough? Now that now that could be too. If you're le- if leaving them on too long. They they could they could they could start to rot. They could start to rot because I mean peppers are all one color. You know they just it's how long they stay on right. on the plant. Right. And so they start off with green, and most people are used to eating green peppers, yep. but that's not when they're ripe. Right. You know, so then they turn yellow, and then the red. Yeah. And so you know that's interesting. So yeah, it would be great to see a picture of it. Serious, yes, serious. that that's where a picture would help. Yeah. But jalapenos, they loved, and they can dry right on the. Oh yeah. On, on the yeah. on the plant. Yeah, it's just it's just the skin is thicker, the flesh is thicker. Mm-hmm. It there, it's just a tougher plant in regards to the environment. Sure, sure. It's like having a Scandinavian and a Scottish person with fair skin and a Scandinavian that can have the the tan in in the wintertime there. So, (laughs) you know, that's kind of the thing. If you have a question, you can give us a call, 1-888-455-2967. Or if you're in the, uh, just like to Texas, 23680. Yes, please, Texas. We love the texts. And, and just name and city there. So um, what are your plans? Um, what are you going to be doing here in Florida for the on your stay here? Well, as we said earlier, I'm going to be keynoting for the Florida Master Gardener Volunteers on Monday morning. Um, uh, Thursday and Friday, Kate and I, we're, we're just going to vacation for, for a little bit. We're going to go over to Cocoa Beach. Then we're going to go to um, Newport Ritchie. We're kind of kind of Crisscrossing the, the state. state, and then we're going to catch up with our daughter and son-in-law for a day at Disney, and then have to go home and back to the grind. By, back, back to the wonderful grindstone. The wonderful, <laughs> the wonderful grind. Yes, <laughs> we are so blessed to be doing what we are passionate about. Isn't that As, the truth? You yeah. know, so you know, we 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 may complain of the heat, we may complain of the insects, but we love we love what we do. So yep. that's great. Well, enjoy your stay there. I, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing. All of your presentations. Now, where can somebody see the Southern Gardening TV? Um, the, the easiest place is to go to Southern Gardening on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we upload all of the Southern Gardening products there. Uh, most of them um, make it over to Instagram. Or you could go to the um, Mississippi State University Extension website, which, which is extension.msstate.edu. And all the Southern Gardening products get posted right up on the front page. There you and, go. And and for, for everybody, that that's that's the easy the easiest way. Okay. And uh, when we come back, I want to talk about potting soil. Okay. What kind of soil you use in your earth beds, uh-huh. and and where you find them. So if you sure. want to get your sure. pen and paper ready, uh, Gary's going to give us his tips on on doing that. This would be good information that everybody needs to know. Right, because they're just a wonderful product. And they are great for, even if you're in an apartment or a balcony, mm-hmm. you know, you just have a little space, you can grow vegetables, yes. right? Yes, you can. Yes, you, you know, can. and so that that's going to be wonderful. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. We have Dr. Gary Bachman, Mississippi State University here. It's such an honor and a thrill to have him in the studios. I'm Teresa Watkins from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. 
You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and medicare we offer free shipping 90 day supplies and we bill your insurance call us today for a free benefits check 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652 it has been said that everyone has a book in them but do you have the time or the ability to write your book Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, makers of mosquito bits and dunks. And that's very important product for Florida right now after a hurricane. You want to make sure that you're getting rid of all that stagnant water in your landscape. And uh, mosquito bits and dunks is the perfect organic way to do that. 
and you can find that at all the stores and uh, your your um, farm stores and feed stores, and then also online as well, Summit Responsible Solutions Studios dot com. And uh, I just want to bring up to, we they announced today. I'm very excited, Gary, about my trip to uh, the best of the English um, gardens and also uh, to the, we're going to go to the Chelsea Flower Show. Still have a couple of uh, uh, slots left for anyone who is interested in going, but they announced this week that the coronation of King Charles is going to be May 6th. Oh, my. So we are going to be going there. It's going to be after the coronation, which will be a little bit easier to get into everything. Uh-huh. But the Chelsea Flower Show, the honorariums for King Charles III, and also uh, in memoriam of uh, Queen Elizabeth II, is going to be amazing. If you'd like to join us, if you would go to the betterlawns.com uh, website, you can see everywhere where we're going uh, and we've got a whole page just set for it, and you can contact um, Art in Bloom Garden Tours, and you can join us, and we're looking forward to doing that. I Just come with us, and we're going to geek out at all the beautiful gardens. And so also, too, um, uh, if, what kind of vegetables? We've been talking about vegetables this morning. What can you plant in October here in Zone 9 uh, through the state of Florida, Zone uh, up through uh, Tallahassee down to uh, Miami, you can grow the winter vegetables, beets, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbages, carrots, cauliflower, celery, uh, celery collards, kohlrabi, lettuce, mustard, onions, peas, potatoes, radicchio, radishes, rhubarb, roquette, rutabagas. I love rutabagas and stew. They're so delicious. Spinach, strawberries, Swiss chard, and turnips, neeps, neeps and tatties. They're potatoes. And so, Gary, if somebody wanted to grow turnips and potatoes um, and or leeks and, and scallions, uh-huh. can they use the, the vegetables that they buy at the grocery store? Some of them you can. Mm-hmm. You know, so, some of the scallions you, you could. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem do, doing that. Um, what about sweet potatoes and regular potatoes? Re- sweet potatoes. Let me just tell you, I think sweet potatoes are just easier just to buy them at the grocery store. Uh-huh. But regular potatoes, yeah, you could. You have to be careful. A lot of the um, potatoes that we see in the grocery store have been treated to, with a with a with a hormone. It's not it's not nothing terrible, but it just inhibits the, the growth the, the the eyes to sprout. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've got some like under your sink that have sprouted eyes, yeah, you can go ahead and use those. I have bought like the fancy little baby potatoes, mm-hmm. like the reds and the blues and the whites all together. Those have worked out pretty well for me growing in the, in the garden when I couldn't find seed potatoes. Right. And so do you, do you plant them in your um, earth boxes or do you plant them in a potato bag or a, a container? Don't plant them in the earth boxes. The earth boxes are too moist. Mm-hmm. I've used grow bags. I really didn't like the grow bags. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just seemed to be wasn't compatible. But I, I grow potatoes in either a 15 or a 25-gallon nursery container. Oh, there you go. And, and just as, as they sprout up, keep adding some more potting mix in on top of it and, and do it that way. You have to dump it out to harvest. And, and, but it, but that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's part of your farm chores. Yes, absolutely <laughs> it is. All right, one triple eight four five five two nine six seven, or you can text us at 23680. Let's go to our text message. So Rachel did text in. Thank you so much, Rachel. She lives in Auburndale. Perfect text message there. And it's a suburb of Lake Lakeland, Florida. Her question, um, Gary, is in regard to hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. She's been told they grow very, they don't grow very well down here, but yet she's seen some beautiful growing hydrangeas around town. Right. Can you recommend which side of the house I should plant her hydrangeas on? And which type of hydrangea would you recommend for the area? So uh, Rachel's originally from Denver, so she does have a learning curve. Right, yeah. It's it's a little bit different here than, <laughs> than that Denver, isn't it? But you don't have to shovel snow here, so it's, you That's know. That's right. I, I think you said at one point you don't have to shovel sunshine. You do not, so, and so it's a great place to live. Yeah. So what would you recommend for hydrangeas? Well, first of all, we, we talked earlier, the oak leaf hydrangeas are native. They're native all through the southeast, and they're, they're, a, great, they're a great choice. 
um, probably should, you know, kind of at least afternoon shade. Afternoon if, shade if, would if help. Not, if not full shade, just to reduce the heat load. Um, if you're talking about some of the others, like like some of the paniculatas, mm-hmm. may be okay with with afternoon shade. But and very organic soils. Abs- they don't take the sandy soils. Abs- abs- absolutely. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they do well, and it just they're going to be on the higher end of the watering. Yep. And they're going to need organic soils. Uh, full, full sun in the morning's fine, but afternoon shade yeah. makes it all work. So whatever yeah. is the uh, southeast side of your home would be the best. I, I think so. That would give some protection. I, I wouldn't go full on north side. Yeah. No, because they do they do need they do need that sunshine. They do. Yeah. They do. Great question. Thank you so much, Rachel. Rachel. And then so we get Tom, a master gardener for Orange County, listening to the program. Thank you so much for listening, Tom. And uh, the mushrooms growing on the logs, it's being saved to a Zoom, um, but you need to register for the Florida Master Gardener Conference to get that. So you can do that um, online, I think, and you can do it virtually mm-hmm. and, and, then, so. and then get the access to the Zoom. So, Tom, check out your emails. You probably have it coming from Gainesville, the University of Florida, on how to register for the virtual conference. I have a caller that called in, and uh, they had a question. Okay. Theo from Orlando wants to know, he lives in an apartment. He has low light, but he would like to plant some veggies. What kind of suggestions do you guys have? So what would you su- suggest for low light? For, for low light, um, really wouldn't want to go a tomato. Tomato needs needs a higher light. But but for, for, a, um, for an apartment-type situation, Something like lettuces would be great. I would, yeah, I think so. Anything that needs fruit or or produces fruit is not going to be good because they usually need a little bit more sunlight. Right. right. But anything that's leafy, kale, uh, your um, lettuces, your cabbages, yep. I think you can do all of those, and even onions will do um, okay in the shade. On- onions would be fine too. Yeah. yeah. So anything that doesn't produce fruit, you can grow. And so um, I would even say um, that you know, I'm just trying to think here. Well, even radish, like, radishes, like, your beets, your radishes would work. Beets would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that doesn't have fruit, uh, you can grow. Theo, thank you so much for calling in. We're going to be back with more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature Corner Intense, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com. 
Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water, but do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course, and whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly, and then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. October is National Pedestrian Safety Month and a time to remind everyone that pedestrian safety is a shared responsibility. Pedestrians, walk on sidewalks, or if a sidewalk isn't available, walk facing traffic. Watch for cars exiting driveways or backing up in parking lots and remain visible at all times. Motorists, failing to yield to pedestrians in crosswalks could result in a citation and points on your driver's license. Remember, pedestrian safety is a two-way street. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Good morning. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. If you missed any of today's show, it's been a great show. We have Dr. Gary Bachman from Mississippi State University, author of Southern Gardening All Year Round, and he is with us today. If you missed any of it, you missed the first hour, that's okay. We'll forgive you because you can always go <laughs> to betterlawns.com and hear the podcast. You can hear it again on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Audio Boom and even my website, uh, she-consulting.com. Well, Teresa, we have one of our loyal listeners, Roy from Windermere, he called in, and uh, he said that he has knockout roses and wanted to know about cutting them back here in the wintertime. Okay, so so Gary, here in the wintertime, we don't really have to do the same things they do up north. Right. Because roses grow year-round here. Right. But if they got a little leggy over the summertime, yeah. this is a great time to cut them. It really is. Our, our standard recommendations for knockouts in particular is you decide how big you want them, want to let them get. And we always say middle of February, cut them down halfway and then say middle of July, end of July, cut them back a third. And that gives you really two good flower flushes mm -hmm. through the springtime. And then you get that flush through the through the winter, you know, through as well. Yeah. But roses bloom better when they are cut. Absolutely. They and do. so, you know, if you're hesitant to cut your flowers down and, and you can cut anything that flowers after it flowers. Uh -huh. So you're pretty safe that way. And so because we don't recommend cutting our springtime blooming, um, you know, um, ornamentals. Right. In, right. in, in the uh, fall because you're cutting off the blooms for cut, next year. Yeah, yeah. But anything that blooms after it blooms, you're pretty safe yeah, to cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So good question, Roy. And so, yeah, you go. You can go ahead and cut them now. They'll be fine. But just you want to cut them sporadically throughout the year and just keep them under control. Yeah. All right. So we have a really great question uh, to um, Earth. Box recommendations sure. if you want to try earth box gardening. Earth, box, earth boxes, as you can probably tell, I'm sold on it. Mm -hmm. um, you, can, you can buy the commercial box. You can run down to Ellington at the Earth Box Garden Center where it all began and, and get, get materials there. That's Ellington, Florida. Ellington, Florida. And um, if you want to build your own, you know, if, if you're a DIY gardener, yeah, there's plans all over the internet give you the same effect. The the process isn't patented or anything. It's it's just it's a, just a great way to grow. Isn't it? That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're talking about 
reusing soil in mm-hmm. earth boxes. What kind of soil do you use in your earth boxes? I use professional growing mix. Um, this is one of the situations where you get what you pay for. Right. And so it's really good to get a good professional sphagnum peat core mix primarily um, as far as the mix to, to, to use, pro mix, metro mix, mm-hmm. um, independent garden centers will carry professional mixes. Right. And you need to become a label reader. If you read the ingredients at the grocery store of what's in the, the food that you buy, potting mix has to have the ingredients listed in the order of the most to the least. And, it, and if, if it doesn't say sphagnum peat, if it doesn't say core as your number one ingredient, you would need to use another, another, ba- another bag. And so also, too, is that um, here in Central Florida, right around the state of Florida, is a company called Reliable Peat. They have their own gardener special. And I use it in all of my clients' yeah. uh, boxes and yeah. raised beds. It is wonderful. See my hat? There Phil- you go. Philip Spark, that's a producer in Mississippi. I use their products. Yes. So, and so find your local, no matter where you are in the country, find your local uh, soil producer, your mulch mm-hmm. companies. They usually will have a product, a soil mix that you right. can find. And right. so read the label of yeah, the abs- potting soil that you buy. Yep. Great question. Yep. And so, but then that leads me to um, the question here is, how often do you reuse soil in earth boxes? Uh, yes, yes, you do. Remember, you're buying a very expensive product. You want to use it as long as you can. And the peat-based mixes do not break down over years as, as, far as, as, as much as a composted product does. Right. And, and so I have some earth boxes that are 15 years old. I have never dumped the mix out of one of my earth boxes. I'm always adding to it. Adding to it because it decomposes. It does decompose. And you spill it when you're harvesting. Yeah, sure. But, but you're always you're continually adding new material to, to that system, and you never have to um, replace it unless you get a disease in there. Right, and that's what I say is when you have a disease, then you take it out, but, but, or, I, but soil, I, so, solarize. Right, but I have never had 15 years of growing two crops of tomatoes a year, you know, fusarium or verticillium wilt from doing a crop year after year after year in the same spot. That's wonderful because, I mean, it's important to understand there is a soil health, there's a soil web cycle, and that mycorrhizae and also the microbes are good in there. You don't want to throw those away and start over from scratch. That, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's important. Good question. Great question. Now we have another question is how to get rid of oxalis weed, <gasps> the bane of my existence, oh, uh, in, in three, four by 15 beds, Gary. Oh my! It's, I'm so glad you're answering this one. Oh yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> if if you've got oxalis in four foot by fifteen foot beds, I, what what I would do, I would go through and I would use Roundup on it, and then take care of the plants right now because some of them are going to they're going to overwinter. They're already dropping seeds. Then in the spring, start looking at appropriate pre-emerges. And you still may have to do some post-emerge. It's going to take a couple of seasons or a couple of years. So it's important. So people, so they understand oxalis is that shamrock looking uh, plant and it's a bulb. If you just pull the leaves off, it's going to come back with a fury. Right. And and if you just pull the plant, the seed capsules explode. Yes. And so they can throw seed up to three and a half feet. So as you're pulling those plants, you think you're doing a good job. No, you're just spreading more seed. And I am going to be spraying that Roundup on. I have some oxalis coming up. And and now there's some varieties because oxalis is on the market as an ornamental. And there's some varieties, but they're sterile. They don't really spread and cause issues. The big burgundy one, I don't know the name of it. Right. They they spread by rhizomes. Right. And yeah, they they don't throw seeds like the no, like, they like don't the, explode. like the bad weed kind do. Okay, so you need to take care of that. So you're recommending that they they use an herbicide on it. Yep. And uh, get rid of it, and then keep on top of it. Right. Okay. Yep. So um, we have a text message. What plants would you suggest to attract bees? I had a milkweed, but it didn't get very big, and the few bees I saw liked it, but I think it ran out of juice. <laughs> I will tell you my favorite. Okay. African blue basil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the bees love it. You know, that, that's one thing. You know, the basils, they, they go to seed, or they flower. You know, we, we're, all, we're conditioned to 
pinch those flower heads off. Right. Now leave some of the flower heads go or have some plants dedicated just for flower production mm-hmm. and you'll you'll get you'll get bees. Any anything like that. So yeah. and again your salvias, you know, uh, all that kind of good yeah. stuff. So any plants that um, you know, tubular plants, the the ones the herbs, you know, they're going to do really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, milkweed, what do you suggest? People need to have a lot of milkweed cuz they do get eaten. Right. And, and, that, and that's that's one of the things that's funny. Every spring and summer, I, I get a question. We planted our milkweeds for the monarchs, but we have all these caterpillars on there. They're eating the plants. How do I get rid of the? And I and there's another another instance where I have to talk the person off, off the, the ledge <laughs> and say, "No, those are milk. Those are monarch caterpillars. They're supposed to eat the milkweed." I had three women yeah. come into my nursery that I was working at, and I had taught a butterfly class, and they came back about six weeks later, and they go. Teresa, we did everything you, you told us to do. And I said, okay, that's good. And they go, but we have a problem. I go, okay, that's bad. I said, what's the problem? All we have are caterpillars. And I go, ladies, where do butterflies come from? They didn't care. They didn't want caterpillars. They didn't want the caterpillars. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you got to have something. You got to have your plants. Yeah. Put your nectar or your host plants in the back of your garden. Right. So you don't need to see them. And, and then, you know, just don't look at them yeah. when the caterpillars that, are there. That's one thing at the, Give nano, them privacy. at the nano farm. I have a whole, along my back fence, are three, four, five different species of milkweeds. Yes. Yeah. Just, just to encourage the, you know, to, just to encourage the habitat. And I don't care if they come and eat them because I'll just plant more. Okay. So Gary, real quick, okay. would you use pro-mix soil to start seeds? And the question, or the answer is yes. It would be a great seed starting base. Wonderful. Let's, um, I want to thank Lizzie for a great show. Lizzie, thank you for handling everything. You were real. I mean, you did an awesome job today. It's been fun. I want to thank Dr. Gary Bachman with uh, Mississippi University, State University, Southern Gardening TV, and the author of Southern Gardening All Year Round. Gary, you got to come back. Oh, I definitely will. I, I just so appreciate, you know, the hospitality of letting me come in, just kind of hang out, just, you know, spur the moment for a couple hours with, you're with just, you and Lizzie. You're just a really cool dude, just so you know. <laughs> Not only do you have the knowledge, but, man, you are really cool. That, 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 <laughs> is, that is great. Thank you, Lizzie. Appreciate it. From the Summit Responsible <laughs> Solutions Studios, maker of organic mosquito bits and dunks and organic year-round oil spray, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity.